0: Love, talk, radio.
1: This episode is sponsored by an accredited buyer's representative and million-dollar real estate producer, Jacinda Wright. Jacinda is located in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, for all of your real estate needs. Now, whether you're buying, selling, or investing, Jacinda Wright is delivering passionate and personal service to all of her clients. Care to get more information about this dynamic realtor in the low country of South Carolina? Please feel free to call her at 843-504-6949. Again, 843-504-6949. Or you may also email her at JacindaWright at gmail.com. And that's spelled J-A-C-I-N-D-A-W-R-I-G-H-T at gmail.com.
2: It's the my
1: Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome back to the talk with Micah and friends. And
3: yes, it is me,
1: Micah. <laughs> I am so glad that you all have decided to join me on today's show titled Candid Conversations Part 4. This is actually a continuation of last week's episode. Now, I switched up the panel a little bit, but we'll still be discussing love relationships, friendships, social media, and whatever else we can think of. And whatever else you can think of because I'm giving you the opportunity to call in, Facebook me, or chat in the chat room about whatever, okay? So you'll have that opportunity in just a little bit. Now, if you would like to listen to any previous episodes of the Talk with Mike and Friends, we do provide multiple platforms. First, there is hipcast.com. You may go to www.hipcast.com, click on the podcast directory link at the top of the page, then click search. Now, in the search box, you would simply type the talk, W4 slash Micah and friends, and it all should pop up for you. Then, there is the infamous iTunes. If you have an iPhone 4, 4S, 5, 5S, 5C, 6, 6 Plus, 6S, 6S Plus, and whatever other that they have out there, you can simply click on the Purple Podcast app that's already embedded on your iPhone, select search at the bottom right, and enter the talk W 4 slash Micah and friends, and there you have to your availability all 48 episodes because today is the 49th episode, okay? And last but certainly not least, the site that makes it happen each and every episode, blogtalkradio.com. Now you may visit the show's page, which is blogtalkradio.com forward slash the talk with Micah. Make sure to hit the follow button and then peruse the page to listen to all previous episodes, okay? So you have hipcast.com, you have iTunes, and blogtalkradio.com. Now, to everyone out there who would like to promote your business, your brand, or your next event, please email us at thetalkwithmica at gmail.com so you, too, can be featured on the very next episode. Again, if you would like to promote your business, brand, or your next event, please email us at thetalkwithmica at gmail.com so you too can be featured on the very next episode. Now with all of that said, let's go ahead and hear a word from our sponsors and we will be right back with Candid Conversations Part 4. Stay tuned.
4: What up, guys? I'm Al And I'm C. And we're the Etcetera Twins.
5: Make sure you guys check out our brand new single, Confetti, available on iTunes and Amazon today.
0: Here's a little sneak peek. Etcetera Private. It's a Private Body.
5: I ever put out a book, that I wouldn't produce or put out any type of project if I didn't have something to say. And so I really didn't think that I had lived enough to write a full book, a sequel, but I actually had something to say and I'm actually in love with this new book. This new book is actually called One Thing for Certain, Two Things for Sure. It is the sequel to Words Never Spoken and I'm actually in love with This new
2: book,
5: I'm just as excited about One Thing for Certain, Two Things for Sure, as I was about Words Never Spoken. What's up, everybody? This is Craig Stewart. My book's Words Never Spoken and the follow-up, One Thing for Certain, Two Things for Sure, can be purchased now from my website. That's www.craigthewriterstewart.com.
6: Hey yo, what's up? This is Kendall Brinkley-Brown and here's a preview of my debut single, Why? Available now on iTunes, Google Play, and Amazon. You got me saying why Why, why? It's way deep inside. Maybe it's just in my Maybe name inside. i you know
1: Download the hit single "Why," available today on iTunes, Amazon, and Google Play. For more information, please visit www.kindlemix.com. Again, that's www.k
6: e n d o l l m i x Why? We may not always agree on everything, but we can all agree on the importance of looking out for our families and friends,
0: and standing together in the fight against HIV.
6: We've come a long way, but African Americans remain at high risk for HIV. The good news is there has been a decrease in HIV among black women in recent years.
0: The bad news, though, is that new infections among gay men are still too high and are increasing among black gay men.
5: Our community comes in many fabulous shapes, sizes, and colors. But HIV is something that affects us all the same. Beyond the fashion and the glam, I deal with the same risks and issues that everyone else does. We've made a lot of progress in the 30 years or so HIV's been around. And people with HIV can live longer and healthier than ever before. But too many black men are still getting affected with HIV. And many who are affected don't even know their status. But we want you to know that it's okay to stand up for yourself. Put yourself and your health first.
2: Everyone should get tested for HIV at least
3: once as part of routine health care. You can go to the doctor, use a home test kit, or find a testing center in your community. Gay and bisexual men may benefit from more frequent
0: HIV
6: testing and should consider getting tested every three to six months. Your HIV test result expires every time you have risky sex. If you test negative for HIV, you can protect yourself by using condoms and taking medicine that prevents HIV.
2: If you test positive for
0: HIV, it's important to get treatment right away. And taking your medication as prescribed
5: is the key to staying healthy. It also lowers your risk of transmitting HIV to others. If the threat of HIV affects one of us, it affects all of us. Knowing your status and taking whatever next steps it requires makes you and our community stronger. Stronger. Stronger!
2: HIV
0: testing is free, fast, and confidential. Visit gettested.cdc.gov
5: stronger. Get the facts. Get tested. Get involved. Act against
3: AIDS.
0: Hey, y'all, it's Tiffany T. Hunter, your newly crowned Miss Continental 2015, and you're listening to The Talk with Micah and Friends. Welcome
1: back, everyone. Um, Welcome back to The Talk with Micah and Friends. If you have just joined us, you have joined in at the perfect time. This is actually Candid Conversations Part 4, which is a continuation from last week, as I said in the beginning. So, again, for those that are new to this installment that ha- that happens on my show, I usually put together four to six gay men or trans women on the show, and we just sit around and we have an open discussion about love, sex, dating, relationships, social media, all of that and more, okay? And so I'm actually going to allow you, the listening audience, to get involved in on the conversation as well if you so want to. And I'll share with you in just a second on how you can actually do that. I first want to thank the three of my guests from last week, uh, Danny, Antonio, and Dorian of Atlanta. I appreciate you guys for being a part of the show on last week, and I hope to have you on in the early part of 2016. So let's go ahead and introduce my new panel well, three guys, three new ones, plus an old person. <laughs> We're going to go ahead and uh, introduce them, get the conversation underway. I first want to welcome back to the show um, from Dallas, Texas. We have Trey. And new to the show, we have from Houston, Texas, Jamar. From Chicago, Illinois, we have Kaiden. And from St. Louis, Missouri, we have D. So welcome to the show, guys.
0: Hey. Hello. Hello, everybody. Hello.
2: Hey, what's up? <laughs>
1: Good to have all of you guys um, with me. And again, Trey, good to have you back for the third time on, on the show. Really the fourth, but you know something happened on one of those shows. So, uh, But again, thank you so much for taking the time out to come back as well. Uh, now to my listening audience, while we why, ugh, I'm getting tongue-tied tonight, while we will be talking about various topics, if you have a question or a comment that you would like to ask or share, I'm giving you various ways, again, to do just that. So I'm going to give you three options. You, number one, You can simply press the number one on your phone to chime in, and I will allow you to ask your question, pose your topic, or comment. Not just yet, but, you know, once we actually get the conversation underway. So that's number one. Number two, I'm actually going to allow you to send me an inbox via Facebook. I'm going to allow you to ask your question or pose your topic there as well through Facebook Instant Messenger if you have it on your phone. So you would simply inbox me. A lot of you may not even be friends with me on Facebook. I'm maxed out, but you still are able to inbox me. My name on Facebook is Micah Pierce. That's M-I-C-A-H-P-I-E-R-C-E on Facebook. And if you want to make sure that you get the right person, you'll see a photo of me and my father on there, okay? So that's your second option, Facebook Instant Messenger. The third option, for those that are logged on via blogtalkradio.com, the talk with you, slash, slash the talk with Micah, got to put that in there. You should actually have an option to open the chat box and type your question or topic there as well. But again, if for some reason it's not there, just hit me up on Facebook, okay? Or press 1, dial 646 716 and you can press 1 and talk to us live, okay? So those are your three options. So now let's go ahead and get everything, um, since we got all of that out of the way, let's go ahead and start the show. Now, last Wednesday, we covered a few topics. And I would actually like three of the four guys, so Trey, I'm going to leave you out of this one for just a second since you were involved in the conversation. But um, we covered a few topics, and I want the new guys to share their responses before we actually, you know, take a deep dive into some new ones. So I'm just going to call out each one of you and ask that you provide provide your opinion on just a few of the topics that were presented on last week. So Kaiden, you are first, lucky number one. <laughs> so Kaiden, you heard the show last week, right? Yes. Okay. So, what do you th- what is what is your opinion or your comment or response or whatever in regards to the prep? You know, the the whole thing about prep, which is um the pill which is Truvada by Truvada or it's the Truvada pill, but you know, it's prep and you know, it's supposed to be a protection against HIV AIDS. Um if it comes in con if you come in contact with the virus and you're taking it um and it's prescribed by your, you know, primary care physician. What what is your response in regards to prep and that being something that people are pushing now?
4: I do agree with it. I feel that if a person is very loose and free mm-hmm. and don't like to wear protection, I believe that's something they should get on. As far as myself, I'm not that sexually active, so I would there wouldn't be a program that will work out for me. Okay.
1: Okay. All right. And, and just... So everyone knows um, that the goal of PrEP is to, again, to prevent HIV infection from taking hold if you are exposed to the virus. This is done by taking one pill every day. Um, These are some of the same medicines used to keep the virus under control in people who are already living with HIV. And many people may ask, you know, again, how do you get on PrEP? You simply just go ahead and go talk to your primary health care provider, your primary care physician. Talk to them. They'll do a test on you. Um, they'll conduct a, a general physical, test you for HIV and other sexually transmitted diseases, and then go from there. Okay. And as I said last week, I will re- reiterate for those that may weren't, you know, may have not been on the show last week, is that prep is no way the excuse to just have random unprotected sex, or as we call it, careless or reckless sex. Okay. Um, but you know, just look it up. You know, just Google prep, P-R-E-P, and I'm sure there's a lot of uh, wealth of information there. Um, last week I played an audio of my girl. Uh, flame Monroe, who lives in on um, washington now speaking on prep tonight i actually want to play a quick audio before i get to jamar Trey and d but um i want to play a quick audio of my girl jasmine masters jasmine masters um was a contestant or you know she was on uh, rupaul's drags race uh, earlier this year and she actually was on my show with kennedy davenport in the month of august we didn't um did an interview with them so this particular video, she's talking to the younger guys about prep, and I thought it was it was it was very interesting. So I'm going to play this, and then I'm going to go ahead and um, tackle Jamar with a question. So hold for me, guys.
3: I am Jasmine Masters, and I have something to say. This is for these young guys. This is for everybody. Don't let nobody fuck you bareback just because they tell you that they don't prep. Fuck that. I seen this guy, I think he was about 21, 22, online with somebody from Jack the Grind or wherever it was. And the guy was talking about prep. He's on prep. Come over and watch Netflix and chill. And he's on prep. Well, I had to tell the young man, let me tell you something, boo. Just because a motherfucker's on prep, don't mean you can't catch shit. I don't give a damn if you all fucking prep don't let nobody go up in your asshole bear fucking back this is not the time in the city for that until they come up with a fucking vaccine to cure AIDS and HIV prep ain't doing shit for me don't let nobody go up in your asshole bareback just because they say they don't fucking prep and it pisses me off that so many of you older motherfuckers want to tell these young boys because you super fine and don't get me wrong some of you guys are super fine And you'd be like, damn, I want to have that. But the only way I can have you is if I let you bareback me. No, bitch. My life is way more important than you being fucking fine. I am star fucking reed. That dick ain't that good because it ain't worth my fucking life. So all you young queens out there, that's because a guy is super, super fine. I mean, Will Smith fine. I mean, Terrence Harris fine. I mean, fine, fine, fine. And you old bastards, just because y'all fine, quit telling these young boys everything going to be okay, because some of them don't know, because they ain't had time to educate themselves on it. But it's not cute to tell somebody, we're going to do Netflix and chill, and I'm on prep. No, bitch, we ain't doing none of that. We're going to do Netflix, chill, and fuck with a condom. Bottom line. Because you on prep, prep it. But I'm on condom. So use condom. Fuck it.
2: <laughs>
3: Thank you, Jasmine. <Jazz> <laughs> Thank you, Jasmine, for for that lovely PSA. I love her. I love
1: Jasmine. I'm telling you guys, go on Facebook. She's funny as hell, but she she speaks a lot of truth or whatever. And go on um, Facebook or go on YouTube and just put in Jasmine. I have something to say. She has a lot of different things that I'll be incorporating her as well as Clay Moreau um, over the next um, few episodes. And you know, because I just love what they have to say. So um she 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 put some good um some good stuff out there especially for the youth. So Jamar we're gonna to move to you. Um, we're gonna move from prep and we're gonna to move to you about something that we talked about last week. But I, I definitely want your opinion on it or what you have to say about it. We um talked about tell or don't tell. Um so the question was you know if you found out that your ex boo or your boyfriend was being cheated on by his new boyfriend and you knew this as a fact, would you go out of your way to tell him? Or would you just sit on that information and allow things to play out with, without your assistance?
0: Um, well, if I left the relationship um, hurt or feeling some type of way, you know, if it wasn't like an, a, a mutual agreement to end the relationship, um, I would not tell
2: him. Okay. I would not
0: tell him. And what's the However, if we, it? If, if we, because I mean. I wouldn't care at that point. I wouldn't care. Okay. If I'm hurt and I left, like like you cheated on me or something, and
2: mm-hmm.
0: you know we're not we're no longer together, then I don't feel like I need to tell you that you didn't play. That's not my business.
1: Okay. So so let me flip let me flip it up, uh, around because <laughs> I'm I already spoke to my piece in regards to how I feel about that. So let's say you were the one being cheated on. And your ex knew about it. Like, would you not want him to tell you?
0: Uh, if it's coming from my ex, probably not.
1: Okay, from your. Okay, <laughs> okay. If it's so, so from my ex, probably, uh-huh.
0: I feel like he he would probably get a key from that.
1: Okay. He'll get a
0: key from telling you. Yeah, it's well, from he's, him knowing that I'm getting paid.
1: Right, but but he's also probably still he's well, you know, in that situation he's going to get a key period because it you know True. he's going to get a key he's get a key for for True. knowing and not saying or, or for saying. So uh, okay, so so I get it. So um, yeah, I would I wouldn't even want him to know. I, I wouldn't even, I wouldn't even want to know from him. Yeah, like, he's
0: a, he, he's a, yeah
1: right. He's the last person you want to hear from in regards to
2: exactly. because
1: I, I, again, like we talked about last week, you know, you don't know what. You don't know. Sometimes when people tell you information, you don't necessarily know how to receive it or what what place it's coming from, whether it's coming from a good place, a nasty taste, catty place, trying to be shady and all that kind of stuff. So it's it's almost like a catch-22 with that. Um, but but right. thank you. I think, I think a, a lot of us feel that way. I, I just don't want to know, you know, especially not from there. Or I won't necessarily. It depends on the situation with the ex that will prompt me to say, yes, I'm going to say something or not. Now, Trey. I want to get the update from you because you had a situation, right, in regards to this whole
0: this whole ordeal. <laughs> Do you have an update for
1: us yet? It's
0: um, not really. I went to um L.A. over the weekend, okay. and I really just kind of been um, putting that on the back burner. Okay. So I really haven't um, indulged into it yet. But trust, it's coming. Okay. Well, when
1: well, when you get the update, just tell me so I know. <laughs> I, I, will. You, I will. You'll
0: see it on Facebook,
1: right? Right.
6: Exactly.
1: Okay. All right. And again, thank you so much, Jamar. So moving swiftly and professionally, because again, we're not going to stay too much on uh, all of the old stuff, but I just want to do a recap. D, this question is for you. Um, you're here. Yes. Okay. Great. So we talked about expectation conversation. Um, the type of conversation that I personally feel that everyone should have prior to finally committing to one particular person. So my question to you is, do you believe in this method of having like a one-on-one expectation conversation with your new mate?
6: Um, I do. I okay. think because a lot of times people if they don't have if they don't have that conversation, they don't know what to do and what not to do. Mm -hmm. Um, And with me, like, it's just certain things that I don't like the person I'm dating or, you know, or whatever to do. So it's just like I need to let you know this is what is acceptable and what's not acceptable before we even allow, you know, before we even get into this situation with each other. Okay.
1: And, And when you're sitting down and you're having this conversation between you and this person that you're possibly about to start committing to, um, in regards to a relationship, you know, what are what are some of the things or what's one or two of the things that you have to address and you have to make it plain here and there before you actually make it
6: official? Um, social media etiquette is definitely important. Um, okay. And we'll get on that later. And, go ahead. <laughs> and also, like, I'm a very territorial person, so okay. I don't like, you know, the flirting or mm. it's just, it's just all of that I just don't like because I feel like if I'm in a relationship with you and you're in a relationship with me, like that's all that matters. Like I don't want you entertaining nobody. Like don't be putting no emojis under people's picture. Like none of that.
1: <laughs> like
6: none of that. So you brought up, you brought um, up a lot of stuff
1: that that we're gonna take a deep dive in because I I I must know and we need to have a conversation about that. So that social social media etiquette. And you yeah. know, like, as you say, you're and very territorial.
6: Honesty, honesty. yeah, and honesty, like honesty, is most important because I feel like I'm a very understanding person. So, mm-hmm. I mean, why not be honest? Right.
1: Okay. That's true, Kaiden. I'm I'm, I'm gonna have you to chime mm-hmm. in before I move to my next topic. So so. Well, well I
4: agree with D. I'm I'm very territorial as well. Um, mm-hmm. Some people probably want to take it as like, first me be insecure or something like that, but. For me, I don't take it as that. I'm very territorial, so I like to say what's mine is mine, and I want to let it be displayed and look as such. I don't like when guys, you know, openly, like, flirt with people or, you know, every time you all go out, somebody is somebody from the past or it's an ex or I knew this person before. You constantly hear things like that in which, with me, once we together, I think it should be a line that's drawn. It's automatically respect. You say hello, goodbye, and you keep it moving. All the extra, you know, talking and flirting and laughing and all that, I don't, I don't get into all that. No, I, okay. I like it when it's like, my man don't even LOL a
1: bitch. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay, so... Do you do you think that sometimes that could come across as you not being trustworthy, or, or well, not not that you're not being trustworthy, but that you just don't trust the mm-hmm. person um, that you're that you're dealing with? Because sometimes when you when you have those conversations, and it's great, it's okay to have them and, and kind of let them know, hey, this is what I don't like, this, is what I like what, and you come down to that bullet point, you know, someone who may really just be honest and 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 who they are, and they're you know they're all for you. With you coming to them with that, it's like, well, damn, you don't trust me because some some people just are natural flirts and, and and nothing is behind it. They don't have an ulterior motive. But to you, as a working, it's like, okay, you flirting with him and da 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 da. So, you know, I mean, yeah.
4: Um, well, I've been in the lifestyle over fifteen years,
2: mm-hmm.
4: <laughs> so oh. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> go ahead. Yes, I'm old as hell. Um, so the the experience I'm speaking of is not everything I have experienced on my own, but just from history and me right. being exposed to certain things within his lifestyle. It makes you put up that guard and you be right. overprotective in situations just so you don't make an ass of yourself. You know, you end up being with one person one day, and or uh, say you put an MCM up on Monday, and then you mm-hmm. know that this negligence with somebody on Saturday, but, you know what I'm saying, making an ass of you. So those things like that I'm very overprotective of, whereas it's just like i got to make sure I'm not making an ass of myself. i got to make sure I know what's what's real.
1: So okay. you have to shoot it in, in return.
2: Okay. All right.
1: Well, thank you so very much to all of you who um, basically chimed in or answered or responded to the questions um, that I posed to you regarding some of the stuff we talked about last week. So let's go ahead and move on. Um, and, again, anyone that's listening, if you have a question, topic, whatever, you know, you want to pose it to me, you can press 1, or you can inbox me. I, I like the inbox on Facebook, you know, so if you can do that, that would be great. But if not, you can definitely press 1, I don't mind. Okay, so the topic, how would you, or the question or whatever, how would you feel, well, I'm, let me stop that. I asked this question a couple of times last year on on, a, on a, my show, so I'm, I am I love to hear what other people have, you know, what new people say or respond or how, how are they feel in regards to this whole this whole thing. How would you feel if you found out the person that you're dating and this is not no relationship. This is dating, dating I'm I'm gonna say dating exclusively. So how would you feel if you found out the person that you're dating exclusively smashed one of the homies prior to you? Trey? I
0: don't know why you come to me first <laughs> <laughs> oh. I just wanna oh. I'm just by random. Okay, no, okay, so for me, you have to define homies, um, and you also have to say, so this person, this is a person that I'm thinking about dating seriously, or this is just a person that I met, and not slightly
1: no you're you're dating you're dating serious like you're you're exclusively dating, you're just not officially in a relationship,
0: okay, I'm exclusively dating you, and in the period of that I find out that you have sex with one of my homies
1: yeah, homies is and i I'll consider i'll define that as someone that you hang out with on a regular. Or it could be one of your very like very good friends, so we'll put them in that category. Kind of okay,
2: business. for for
0: me personally, that's a complete deal breaker, and it would okay. take a very special kind of person with a very special kind of mouthpiece and a very special kind of um, personality for me to accept that. Other than that, that's a complete deal breaker for me. Okay. So you so you say I, I one, we would,
4: go ahead. Sorry. Uh, Kaden, I was going to say I have to agree with, with Trey on that because, for me, when we're having conversations, getting to know each other, all that should have been brought up in the forefront. So, therefore, I know if we need to proceed within talking. But if it come
1: up later on, then I, I really can't go. Okay, Kyden, but what about, I mean... Sometimes things happen where this person you're you're talking and dating with this is okay, let me just backtrack. Let me talk let me say it how or let me present it the way that I did, you know, when someone said that very same statement. Like a lot of the times, you know, you may come in contact with people however you do social media, uh, social apps in the store, at the mall, whatever the case may be. You may come in contact with them and you start dating, dating exclusively or whatever, and you don't just – I don't think everybody just runs out and tell everybody in their camp, I am dating this – or now, some people do it, but I don't think the majority do it. Say, hey, I'm dating this guy. Do you know him, blah, 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 which I don't like that either. But, you know, they they do this thing, you know, where they just kind of broadcast it. I don't think that everybody does that. So you having this conversation with them, you may not – you may not – have a conversation, or you may not end up being around your friend, your homie during the time to where you could say, Oh, you know, shit, I may know him, or your friend may say, Oh, I may know him, and, and we may have had or whatever. So it's like, Why would you just,
4: you yeah, know, drop the it. same person? If you don't go tell, you go run back and tell your camp that you're talking to somebody or something like that, that same guy, when you all meet each other, you go through their pictures, they go through your picture, they look on your wall, et cetera. Mm-hmm. So that's where they know your group of friends and they can see who they talk to <laughs> at some point. I agree. And then we just come through, Well, I saw you just once if you all talking real hard and kicking it tough two or three weeks in there it's just like, Well, I went through your page, babe, and I saw one of your buddies, I just wanna let you know if we end up coming to a mutual setting, I wanna give you heads up, this is what I did or what took place and then mm. therefore I know that you on my team. But yeah, for me to right. come here from my my friend or my homeboy, or something like that afterwards mm. then I don't have no respect for you.
2: Okay, right.
4: It's at you going.
1: Go ahead, Jamar.
0: I agree with everything that he's saying. I feel like you know a lot. Of, a lot of the times, a lot of us meet through social media, and we take pictures with our friends, and you see who our friends are. And I feel like mm-hmm. you should let us know in the beginning, therefore I can make that decision on if I want to continue dating you or not. I need to make that decision.
1: Have any Have any of you ever been in this situation? And if so, what was the outcome? Yes,
6: I, I have now. Okay.
1: I think who was that? It? D? Was that D saying he yeah.
2: did had?
6: Yeah. Okay, go ahead, D. Talk tell us about it. <laughs> um, well, this guy that I've been like conversing with or whatever, um mm-hmm we had met and we had exchanged like Instagram names or whatever and I guess he went to my pictures and was just like, Oh, you know this person and I'm like, Oh yeah, you know, that's that's my uncle, whatever, whatever and he was like, Oh really? And I was like, well not biologically, but you know, that's you know, that's my people. Right. So he was like, okay, um well I don't want it to like, you know, come out later down the line but just to let you know that you know don't around for and I was like, okay. So, um, I mean, like, at this point, like, it feels like I'm still thinking about it and contemplating on it, and I'm definitely mm-hmm. going to have a conversation with my friends just to see, like, the actual dynamics of what actually went down. Because, I mean, if you just honestly, in my opinion, if you just a session, it is just a session. So, it don't really matter to me, um, as long as you know my friend is okay with it and everybody is at a mutual understanding. Okay,
1: okay, that's understood. I can I can understand that. I can understand. So everybody basically said, you know, um, it, it really one number one. It looks like it all kind of depends on the situation. You know, if the person comes to them first and say, hey, you know, hey, you know, I may know them. You know, we did a little something. You have a little respect for them. But if it's kind of done behind your back. You're not going to do it. And some of you just say, hey, no, I'm just not, I'm, that's just a deal breaker. I'm just not going to go down that road. Um, but then again, you know, a, a lot of the times a, a lot of people live in smaller areas um,
6: where, like um, you know, St. Louis, like, I
1: mean. And, and like this, Dallas. Dallas. And let's say Atlanta, too. You know, I lived I lived there for 12 years. And I'm going to tell you, like, you know how they say six degrees of separation? It's really one degree of separation you're only separated by one person in Atlanta, you know, in that gay in that gay scene, you know, so after a while you kinda of start especially if you live there for a long time, you kinda of just kinda of gonna start running in and around in the same circle. So it's like, am I just gonna drop the ball every time, you know, uh I come in contact with somebody that knows somebody or has done something with somebody that I hang out with. So I mean I, I think it just all depends on the situation. Um so,
0: yeah I, I, for me I had I had the uh, a situation just like that happen with me. Um there was a guy that my best friend,
2: Mm -hmm. and my best
0: friend and I run into this all the time. So my best friend met this guy. My best friend loved this guy. Like, this guy, he was sexy. I mean, he was both our type. Me and my best friend have similar types. So he was both our types. But my best friend met him first. They talked on the phone. They met. They went on a little date. They hooked up. And then after that, like, dude never called my best friend again. Like, it was nothing. You know, Mm -hmm. and they both just moved on. You know what I'm saying? Five years later, I run into the dude on Jacks. He didn't have no picture. so I didn't know it was him. He mm-hmm. was talking to me, playing the whole game. like, Oh, I've had a crush on you forever. Mm-hmm. This is nasty. So I finally found out who the dude was. You know, we talked on the phone. I told him, like, man, you know, I was really attracted to you. Like, you know, I thought you was hot, all that. But, you know, you, you and my best friend had something going on. And, like, no matter how much I'm connecting with you right now, like, it can never go past that. Like, I mean, I, I even feel like I'm being unloyal to my best friend right now by having this conversation with you so he was like well if your best friend was okay with it this so it brought me to the point to where I, I was actually attracted to the dude so much i actually brought it to my best friend but mm-hmm. i brought it to him in a way and i, I just kind of beat it around the bush i was like whatever happened with you and that one dude and my best mm-hmm. friend started saying like oh you know I, I was really attracted to him but you know he was he was weird you know he, he didn't seem like he was ready for a relationship so i just moved on and i was like well did you really like him like that he was like yeah so he said that, I just told him, I was like, well, you know, I ran across him on Jack, Blase, Blase. You know, we talked about, you know, he was interested in me. I, you know, I, of course, I thought he was hot too. How would you feel about that? And my best friend answer was like a pause, and then he said, well, I wouldn't really care. It wasn't really nothing. But me being who I am, me knowing my best friend, I just know that even if he didn't, even if he's saying he didn't care, he still kind of cared. You know what I mean? And right. whenever you are dating somebody, you want to bring that person around your best friend. So for me, I really had to make a decision on a person that actually probably would have been perfect for me. But because that situation was there in the past, I had to pass. <laughs>
1: okay. So, yeah. Yeah. What ha, have you, I don't want to pose this, have you guys ever been in this, uh, uh, a situation where you may have seen a date, as you guys call them, or as we call them, uh, a date or somebody that you may be interested in or whatever? And not, and I'm just saying, interested sexually. Not, You're not really too much caring about the dating part, but you're like, you know, he looks kind of good. You know, I may want to, you know, he's been looking at me or whatever. You know, I'm thinking about, you know, maybe doing something with with him. And then when your friend's are like, well, yeah, I had him. It's a good session. Child, you should go for it. Have you guys ever been in that situation? And if you have, like, did you go for it? You're like, no, nah, I'm, I'm not even going to go down there, bro. <laughs> I wanted to speak on that
4: because... um it was this guy that I talked to, he was an older guy, and the sex was, like, so good. <laughs> I, like, literally, <laughs> I, like, literally, like, want to tell, like, some of my friends about it, and, I mean, wish I told my friends about it, but then it was a situation where you knew, like, you all would, like, never be together based off, you know, circumstances and situations, so I was literally, like, you know, introduce my friends and like I want them to get the experience,
1: and he'll be right. like, "No."
4: <laughs> so <seen> <laughs> oh wow!
1: But he didn't. But he didn't go. That da- he didn't go down with with um, having sex with the guy. <laughs> no, he didn't do it. No, you smart the guy. Like I just used about
4: four friends. Like that I told. Him. <laughs> oh wow! I asked used about four friends about it. You know, it was like. It was just that. So I asked him about four friends, and he was just like, no. And all my friends that I introduced, they were nice looking as well, nice bodies, everything. And he was just like, no, like, don't put me out there like that. I'll give it to who I want to give it to. Oh, wow. So, um,
1: Jamar, I heard you laughing. Yes, I have multiple times. I (laughs) don't (laughs) care. And then you you guys can swap
0: stories at the end. Yes, we did swap stories. I had the better story though, but Ooh. you know, it was good. Okay. okay. I mean, okay. I don't see the wrong with that. If, I, if, if you're not planning on being exclusive with that person, right? Um, I don't see what the wrong with casual sex. No, I, casual
2: yeah, sex.
1: I. I don't either. I don't either. I don't either. It, it was it was just interesting because you know, I, hey, I'm going to be candid too now. You know, it was just interesting because I had a conversation with one of my friends and um, I was like, "Bitch, I want to know how." that session is. And they was like, well, bitch, <laughs> go
0: for it. They was like, you
1: can go. And I was like, no, nah, that's okay. I just, you know, some people you just had, you inquire about what, how the session is, but you don't really want to act on it. And that's kind of how it was. But I was just like, that was kind of um, funny. Uh, a, a funny situation I just want to know If other people Well I'm sure Other people have but I want to know If you guys have Ever been in that situation Let's talk about Red flags Everybody has
2: Okay
1: <laughs> Let's talk about Red flags um, I believe that in, You know Friendships and relationships People give us Red flags Or caution signs To the things That we dislike Or we have Little to no patience for so when for you personally, and anybody can speak up first, when for you personally do you come to a point of where you no longer ignore the signs, and after you stop ignoring them, what do you do? What's, what's your next plan of action with that person?
0: Anybody? You might want to call out a name.
1: Okay, Jamar. since she was the last one.
2: Oh,
3: why you got to start with me?
1: <laughs> so, again, the, the okay. question is, the question is you know, um, when for you personally, do you come to a point of where you no longer ignore the red flags or the, or, or the signs to things that you dislike or you just have no little to no patience for?
0: Well, I don't have patience at all, so oh. th- there wouldn't be multiple red flags. That's why. I, that's probably why I'm single now. But it wouldn't. I mean, you don't get to our 17 red flags. If there's something, I'm gonna say it right then and there. Okay. I'm not gonna. So know, if it's, you go ahead. Okay. Like right. So you don't have
1: any patients. So I don't have patience at all. Okay. All right. I, I got but that so you, Okay. So you're working on it. So I wanna know how are you how are you working through your patients? Because again, like you said, you don't that could be a reason why you're single now or whatever. So what are you doing to work through that issue that you may have or that problem or, or whatever that's preventing you from really, you know, maybe possibly having a soulmate or whatever?
3: You know, it's my it's patience
0: and it's also my personality because I have a personality.
4: You have so, a what personality?
0: A big personality. Oh, big
1: personality. Uh huh. Big.
0: So, <laughs> um, you know, I I don't know. I, I don't know what I'm doing to work through it. I don't even think I'm working through it. I think that i just use using as a cop out reason why I don't have a man is because I'm working on it. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> You hear that,
1: Trey? So, Trey? so, Trey, give him some, give him some guidance. I know you got, I, I know you have some good juicy stuff on. I mean, I'm
0: only 16, so.
1: Oh yeah, right. <laughs> on this show. Yes. Uh, <laughs> go ahead, Trey.
0: What was the question again? No,
1: what, 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 what would you suggest to to um, Jamar? Jamar has no patience, and he's really not working through it. So that could be the reason why he's not,
0: why he doesn't have anyone. So. How could your mind oh, Okay, well let me, well let okay. me, let me turn it to Ayamzor uh, right now Please quick. go ahead. Uh, well, Demar, are you, are you happy? I'm happy. You know, I'm, 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 I'm having fun with my life. You know, I mean, <laughs> I don't, I think that you could be happy single. You don't necessarily have mm-hmm. to be with somebody to be single. Mm-hmm. I mean, you don't necessarily have to be with somebody to be happy. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I am happy. Okay. Well, it just sounds like when I ask you, are you happy, your response was, I'm having fun. And that's not necessarily meaning I'm happy. Just because you're doing something and you're occupying your time does not mean you're internally happy. And when you admit that you are having issues but you're using a cop-out not to work towards them, that's more of a sign of something that's going on. But, again, this show is not about candid conversation. This is a yon <laughs> So I don't want to – so I don't want to get too too deep, you know what I'm uh, saying? We right, can yeah. just have an inbox conversation on that. But you know what I'm saying? Like just um, my opinion on the whole thing is. I'm um, mm-hmm. oh, sorry, you got me on tomorrow now. What um what was the original question? The, the was, question was, <laughs> you know, um,
1: you know, I believe you know people in, in relationships and friendships, you know, they give us red sign, a red flags or cautious, uh, cautious right. signs to the things that we dislike or have no patience. So when for you personally, do you come to the point of where you just no longer ignore the red, the red
0: flags or the signs? Um, I don't know, ignore any red flags. Um, okay. I mean, it's, it's always smart to watch and observe people. But mm-hmm. to me, when something becomes a red flag, some things you just note. It's mm-hmm. not necessarily a red flag. You just note it, that mm-hmm. they may have said it, done it, you know, this and that. But at, at a point at a point where it becomes uh, a part of their personality and you're noticing that's who they are, that's when it becomes a red flag for me because sometimes if there's something about who you naturally are, that does not work for me. I need to bring that to your attention. That way you can address it and and let me know if that's really who you are or if that's just something that you're just doing in the moment. But either way, it may be something that's working my nerves and letting me know that I cannot deal with this in the future going forward. So I have to give the opportunity to fix it versus let those red flags just build up, build up, build up, and then walk away. Right. So in the they
1: that they, they don't fix the issues or the red flags or whatever, then
0: you, you pretty much get them to the do sign. Yeah, and and, and, and and it's not about just giving them to do something. It's about, you know, my conscience. I can walk away from you knowing that I did all I could, um, you know, as trying to be a good man or a good person to try and make this thing work. And that way, you know, you know I believe in the universe, and I believe that God brings things back around the way you put them into the universe. So, you sure. know, again, I don't believe in just cutting people off or just, you know, chunking a do saying bye, you know, ignoring signs until they build up. You know, mm-hmm. I definitely want to, you know, I want it to be a certain kind of way and a certain kind of feeling. And if it doesn't work out, I can just say, hey, you know what, I tried my best, I gave it my all, maybe the next go around God will
6: send me something better. Gotcha. Well, okay. I
0: believe in cutting people off. I mean, i we are too old for me to have to teach you something.
6: Exactly, and to explain or tell you what you should or should not be doing. Exactly.
0: Yeah, I
4: get that. Go ahead. Go mm-hmm. ahead. I was just listening, people need to learn how to treat people as they want to be treated. A lot of times people put things out there that they know they really can't handle themselves. So it's like, mm. why put it out there?
2: hmm
1: And you know what? And this something I said um somewhere. I don't know if it was a Facebook or uh, something. I don't know. But I, I, I know that people are not, you know, I always tell people, you know, well, when I'm when I'm getting to know people, that's that's when I'm getting to know someone and they're you know trying to you know whatever whatever try to see what's what with me. You know, I I always say that people, a lot of people are not ready for relationships because a relationship is an added responsibility and it's an added responsibility that you do not have to take on. It is it is solely an option, you know. And people psych themselves out and like we said last week, they're they're infatuated with the thought of what it looks like and this and the other, and they get into it. And then it's not, you know, what they want. And then, again, they haven't worked through, as we were talking about issues tonight, we talked about issues last week. Like, people don't, I felt like me and Trey was kind of battling, you know, back and forth about it. You know, I understood his point. He understood mine. But, you know, people be having issues, and it's not like minor issues. It's big issues. And they have these issues that they don't work on, and then they jump into these relationships, and they wonder why they're jumping from man to man to man. So, you know, that's that's another conversation for another day. Um, but, I did hear I did hear I think all of you guys responded Dee, you responded too right? I think you had jumped in
2: yes, let
1: say something how how comfortable are you guys with with let's let's say you're you're walking in the mall and you with your lover or whatever like how 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 comfortable are you guys um with your lover like looking and making comments about other people's looks while in while in public with you? are you okay with that no ma'am Hell no, hell no. Okay. And, and why, I'm, why? Okay, why? Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm
2: okay comments. with it.
1: Okay, You're going to be making comments like. Yeah, damn, he he looks good. Oh,
6: he
0: he's a he nice looking guy. Oh, he's that fine. That is so disrespectful. That is disrespectful.
6: Thank you.
2: <laughs>
0: that is disrespectful. Well, for me, you, will disrespect, you will not disrespect me in my face. You will not be ass. I am not a toy. You will not be ass.
2: But, but how
0: is so, so. your man complimenting somebody else, disrespecting you? I don't get it. That's like if you're driving. That's like you and your man in a Mercedes, and your man said that BMW is nice over there, but you get offended. It's a BMW. So a that's date. an object. That's the object. That's not a person. I, I don't understand how. Uh, what, if he's going, you'd rather him do it in his head and not tell you. Mm. I'd rather he do it in his head. Yes, keep it. Keep, some things are better left unsaid. Keep it Thank in your head. you.
4: For me, I just feel that if it's, uh, if it's a straight guy or something like that, I really wouldn't mind. But if it's like a gay guy that you, you know that the person can get to or get at or something like that, I would be offended. But it's
6: 2015. Everybody's gay. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, honestly, like, just because a person is in a relationship doesn't mean their attraction to other people stop. But I just feel like it's just respectful to it's, keep it to yourself. It's It's just a disrespect,
1: especially with. So I, I get it because I'm with that, you know. Now Trey, I understand why you you fine with it, but me, I'm just like, fat in your head, you know. Everybody got eyes. We see we we see a fine man coming toward us. We see two, three fine Ooh. men coming toward us, you know. But I just rather not be like, oh damn, he, like I'm with my, you know, with your girlfriends
0: or your guys. I mean, if he whatever, if he's saying. If he's saying, Oh, damn baby, he's fine, I wanna fuck, now that's disrespectful. Yeah, that's, that's, but, that's mean, disrespectful it, too. You know what I'm saying? But I, I don't I don't think that saying you know what I'm saying, you and your guy walking in the mall and somebody walks by, I was like, mm-hmm. ooh, baby, he was he was a handsome guy. You, he reminds me of you know what I'm saying? So, I mean I don't mm-hmm. see that mm-hmm. I don't see you better, complimenting by calls compliment to
2: somebody else.
0: I, uh, I mean I mean I guess y'all rather be happening in in his head because normally when shit happens in his head, that's whatever it goes. That same dude, he going to secretly look that nigga up on Facebook. and Let me know. Let me know you think that's cute so I know what you're attracted to. Mm. So I know what you think is attractive and what you might That way I know what motherfuckers to look out for when you tell me you met a new friend at the gym. Nah, bitch, you ain't meet that new friend at the gym. That's the boy from the mall three weeks ago. So now I need to know what's going on in your head. That's me personally. I don't like that. shit. Niggas got secret thoughts going on in their head and we're in a relationship. We supposed to be together and we're a couple? No, sir.
1: So you so Trey, you will just saying let's just be open and honest about things.
0: Yeah, I'm uh, I am i am that's I mean, I'm all about transparency. Mhm. I don't want to be somebody <laughs> that I can't see through. I understand. Sorry. I understand. I get it. <laughs> Look,
2: everybody
0: like,
2: well, I don't what I agree saying, but I understand.
1: Yeah, but, <laughs> no, but we but we get it. I, I understand both parts. So we talked so someone um was chiming in on, on, on deal deal breakers and um uh, so I, I want to touch on that really quickly before we get down to social media, because uh, that's very important. Um, but at, uh, relationships can be a lot of work. You know, sometimes you just want to pack it all up and just say, call it a day and say, hey, I'm good. You know, but you know, it, it, it's not all it's not all about just you know throwing in the towel initially when somebody does something. So what I want you guys to do really quickly, you know, in your head or whatever, you know, what are what are the three deal breakers? What are the things that that you just have to say like no, I'm just not gonna deal with like, and I already know Jamar Jamar drop at or leave at the drop of a dime. But like, what are those three things that you just that's right. uh, you just cannot deal with? They are a total deal breakers when it comes down to being in a relationship with someone. What will you just not tolerate, Kaiden? I'll go with you first, and then D.
4: Personally, um, I can only think of one. Is that's cheating? Anything else I can?
1: Pretty much, um, you can handle
6: working. Yeah,
1: I can work through it. Okay. Um, D, what 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 are your deal breakers? One, um, two, three, I think or? I really
6: only just have main like two main ones. Um, mm-hmm. I don't I don't tolerate cheating, or if you have a history of cheating, mm-hmm. uh, we can't we can't do nothing. Okay. Um, and also don't really tolerate like the extracurricular like, drug usage. Okay. So, yeah, or escorting.
1: Or escorting. Now, um, let's go back to the history of cheating. How are you going to find out he has a history of cheating?
6: I mean, some people will be honest with you and say, oh, you know, I have cheated in the past or I Mm -hmm. did cheat because my partner cheated or whatever the case may be. Mm -hmm. So that is a deal breaker for me. Okay. So history of cheating, drugs, and escorting, those are three things that
1: you're just not going to be able to deal with. Okay, totally understand it. What about you, Jamar?
3: Um, I,
0: know
3: you
0: got I a can't laundry deal. <laughs> yeah, I do. Actually, I have two lists. Um, I can't deal with liars, cheaters. Mm-hmm. I don't drugs, so you know I don't want that around me either. Okay. Bum, None of that.
2: Okay. I'm stop right
1: there. So liars, cheaters, druggies, bums, people who are not stable. Um, I get it. And then um, okay. Trey. What are you, what are you? What is your absolute? Give me oh, two can I
0: your... add one
1: more thing?
0: Yeah, go ahead. Okay, so when I'm dating, I like to. You have to have two out of the three. You have to have your own car, your own house, and a nice job. You have to have at least two out of the three. If you only have one, that's a total deal breaker. Goodbye. Okay. <laughs> Trey. Um. Yeah. So, um, for me, I think. Deal bro- when you have a conscious deal-breaker going into a relationship, I think that becomes a hang-up and baggage on your part. So I don't go in anything with anything in mind that may be a deal-breaker. The only thing that I just kind of really pay attention to with people to make sure that they have these things is I make sure that they are honest and I make sure that they carry positive energy. So when they don't have those two qualities, I normally consider that a deal-breaker for me. But other than that, I don't really have any actual deal-breakers. Just anything that's excessively negative for me doesn't work.
2: Okay.
1: So I looked up the top 10 deal breakers, and they are number 10, they don't back you up or support you. That's number 10. They don't back you up or support you. Um, number nine, they are a big flirt. Um, oh, number, oh. Eight, number eight, they neglect you publicly. Okay, so you're out and about, and baby, they they just don't have time for you out in a public scene. Number seven, they lie. Number six. They con they continually criticize you. Okay, what was that number? What was that number six? Number six. one, two, three, four. Okay, and number five, they disappear without without telling you. So that type of person they'll disappear for a couple of days, three, four days. You haven't heard from them. Then they'll pop back up. You know, to, so they do a lot of that. So that's a deal breaker. Um, the next one, number four, is they abuse you. Yeah, because nigga, you put your. I'm sorry, I was supposed to say that word. Negro if you put your hands on me one time i'm not i'm not i'm not I'm not going down that road, so yeah, abuse you that's that's a good one um they scold you or tell you about yourself publicly, so basically when you're in a public setting with your friends, you're out having a good time, and then they just want to sit here and harp on you about what you didn't do and what you're not doing and not, if they're doing that publicly, that's a deal breaker number ten, number two they have a substance abuse problem, so um uh D said that. D talked about that as well as uh, Jamar. So they have a substance substance abuse problem. And number one is they're a cheater. I think that's the the big thing, cheater. So those are the
0: top right. ten. Right. For me, I mean,
4: even though you went into the top ten, I didn't go that deep into it. But also, majority of those things that you guys spoke on, I have not experienced that. So that's the reason why I only focus on just not cheating.
1: Oh yeah. I mean, I mean, sometimes that's that's just like the number one. Like for me, baby, I'm not. Yeah. I'm not. Doing I haven't experienced that either. You haven't you haven't experienced. I don't it.
0: know that that list. Would to me like was that? that list, I haven't experienced it either. Like, cause I'm 16, so
1: yeah. Oh yeah. Uh uh-huh. Go ahead, Trey. What you what you want to talk about? The list. <laughs> Go
0: ahead. Um, most of the, most of that stuff to me sounded like mistakes, necessarily more of a deal breaker. With the exception mm-hmm. of like abuse and disappearance. Like, I don't think that you know what I'm saying. Just cause, it's, I mean, I don't know everybody. Well, 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 let let let's, my,
1: speak, let's speak about that consistently or constantly doing that. I'm sure. Say it again. I say, let's talk about if they're constantly doing that. So I'm not. So if they neglect you in public, oh, you neglect me. So I'm just not going to deal with you. No. But if you're constant, I, I believe these are just like if they're constantly doing that. They're constantly not supporting you. They're 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 big fur They're fur with everybody. They neglect you if they're doing all those things constantly. And you're of course as the mature adult that you all are. If you're coming to your mate and you're telling them this and they're still doing it. I think that yeah, kind of
2: that's, like a that's
0: different. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah. For me, it, once it becomes excessive, then it is a deal breaker. So I can agree with that.
1: Okay. So Trey, you brought up a question last week that I didn't get to talk about, or a topic last week that we didn't get to talk about. So we're going to talk about it really
2: quickly. Um,
1: are pride prideful? <laughs> <laughs> so you know, when it comes down to these gay prides, whether it be black gay pride or just everybody's pride, or whatever the case may be, do you guys think that they're prideful? Like. What's the purpose? Are people just meeting up for pride and and taking part in the more educational things of it, or are they just shopping, bar hopping, sex parties, drinking, Like, do you feel like there's a purpose for it? Um, is there a need for it? Are they really prideful? And if you go to them, what do you do? So, so answer whatever question you want to within all that that I just asked, and I, I'll give that to whoever, except let Trey answer last <laughs> since it was his topic. D I saw you. D, you D, D, sorry, D, look, D. I saw you at uh, what was it? Uh, Chicago's Pride 2014, July Fourth weekend. So yeah, so I, I know that you've attended them. So you know, what's your purpose for going? And are are they prideful? Do they do anything for you?
6: Um, my purpose for going is to always, because um, a lot of times you don't really see other, you know, see each other outside of social media. Mm-hmm. So, my purpose for going is to actually like you know like you like I actually like got a chance to meet you personally
2: mm-hmm.
6: um, and just to have fun and mm-hmm. just to kind of like just celebrate I guess being gay, like a lot of people have their own you know purposes or motives or whatever for going, but yeah, I've just always went just to have fun and to so like the people. black so like
1: the black the black prize, do you think they should still like continue? Or do you think that maybe they should change some things about it? Or
6: um, me personally, I feel like a lot of pride events are so sexually driven.
2: Mm-hmm.
6: So if they focus more so like on the actual like I guess like LGBT history or you know the actual like issues that's going on in the community versus having all these damn sex parties and all this other
2: stuff, mm-hmm.
6: it would be a little more. Um, I guess you would say cultured. Okay. Okay.
1: I, I'm with you on that.
4: Um, yeah, I, what, I've also learned, what I've also learned as well is when we go to these private events, a lot of times it's only one day out of five or four that they're yeah. only like giving out services. So I think that should be something that should be done every day outside of each club or something like that. It's like, you said that
1: they're giving like, you said the test, the HIV test and stuff?
4: Yeah, they only do it, yeah. i have only experience and only have, like, one day that they are actually giving out sessions, which I think they should have a location or something that people should be able to go to to get sessions every day that they're there. Most definitely. I
1: agree with you on that. I agree with you on that. I mean, I, I like DC's Pride. Um, uh, I was coming here before I even moved here, and what I loved about them is that... Um, it was, I don't think it was the first year. I think whatever year I started staying at the host hotel, you know, it's a lot that can go on at the host hotel. But what I loved about it is the fact that they have a meet and greet. They have a, a dating game, you know, like where you sit there and you meet with people and, you know, like a little dating game or whatever. So speed dating, that's what it's called. They had speed dating. They had um, – you know, different little, uh, like a breakfast, and they have like a little exercise, and like they had a, a coach come in, and, you know, so they just had different things different things to do every morning before you go out with your friends and go shopping and, and all of that. So I just wish that more of our pride, per se, did that, you know, because um, a lot of times they'll designate it for that one night, that Friday night when everybody gets in, we're going to do this. But then Saturday, Sunday, Monday, it's all you know, just clubbing and, and, and whatever else. So um, I think I, I want to see more of that. Um, Jamar, what about you? Can you repeat the question for as, me? As, as far as pride, do you think they're prideful? Um, and if you go to the pride, what's your purpose for going? Um, and what would you like to see change, if anything? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to be honest. Somebody has some background noise. I don't know if it's D or... or Hold on, hold on, Jamar. Somebody has some background noise, so everybody else, just mute your phone for a second, and then go ahead, Jamar, because I don't hear it anymore.
0: Okay, so if I go to a Pride, like if it's not like my Pride, like, I don't know, we ain't going to talk about Houston. Let's just say if I go, like, out of state, like, somewhere that's not near Houston or Texas, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm going to have a good time, I'm going Mm -hmm. to meet men. I'm I'm just gonna have fun. Whatever happens
1: happens. So have you have you ever been to any prize outside of Houston or outside of Texas? I have. Okay. I have.
0: Okay. And yeah, I don't it was, it was fun. Okay. All right. So um, I mean I
2: don't
0: so go these... with the intention like some people go with the intention that they're gonna go out there, they're gonna be dudes, they're gonna like, you know, sleep around, but that's not that that's not the intention that I go with. I go to have fun and network and mingle and drink and, yeah, have a good time. Okay.
1: And, Trey, um, what was the reason, what what was your purpose or what was your reason behind um, bringing up this topic and then just what do you feel behind, what are your thoughts behind the whole Pride thing?
0: Um, my reason for bringing up the topic is because, you know, since I've recently become single again, I started going back to Pride. And um, I'm probably a little older than some of the people on the phone, um, yeah. So, you know, my, my first, my first well, experience. I don't
1: know, Trey. Trey, how old are you?
0: 30. Go ahead. Oh,
1: well, you got two people that's older than you, but go ahead.
2: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Who is the other person? Uh, I, I'm
1: older than 30 years old. You're older
2: than 30. I didn't see you. Go ahead. So, my first experiences
0: of pride date back yeah. to, you know, damn near, you know, 11, 12 years ago. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, so I kind of remember when a lot of the gay prides were in their glory. Um, And unfortunately, a lot of the people that were kind of, you know, because of course, you know, pride is just nothing but uh, a a group of promoters that put together and just, you know, in our generation, just holding on to a tradition. Now, unfortunately, a lot of people today, a lot of the promoters today, they've forgotten what some of those traditions were and what gay pride actually meant because we were not there to see the struggle that some people had to go through in order for them to even have anything to celebrate. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. So, um, so I think a lot of promoters today have really just forgotten what it meant and what it was for. And, you know, not to, you know, criticize or down any police pride or anything like that, but I just think over the past few years, um, just me going to, I mean, from Atlanta to, you know, a lot of places, it's just like a lot of things have just really left off. And don't get me wrong, I'm not above it. I love the sex parties. I love the club, and everybody want to take their shirt. You know, I I love all that. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like I'm, I'm I, I love that. But I think mm-hmm. that there needs to be stuff in addition to that. Um, okay. you know, it needs to be some things added on. I think that we need to have some um some things for those who choose to care to indulge. You know right. what I'm saying? And eventually, something you know, like I said. Pe- people get tired of sex. You know, so once you get a certain age, if you ask me this question when I was 21 ask me what am I going to Pride for, what my answer would to because I want to hook up, I want to fuck, I want to meet new boys. Uh, you know, that would be a fear yeah. like, point blank. Uh-huh. Now that I'm a little older, my reasons are a little bit different. I'm not necessarily interested in hooking up. I mean, I will, you know what I'm saying, place it in my lap. But, you know, other than that, you know, I do want to go to Pride to celebrate my games, to put on my dukes and show my body. You know what I'm saying? I do uh-huh. want to go to Pride to, 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 to meet, to, you know what I'm saying, to potentially meet somebody and, and, and fall, you know, heads over heels in love overnight, you know what I'm saying? I do want to, mm-hmm. you know, see all my friends from Facebook and, and social media that I don't get to see but once a year, um, you know, and I do want to, you know, have an opportunity to brag a little bit on my accomplishments for the year, and, you know, you know, so it, it pride needs to be uh, uh, all of those things, to me, well, my and I, and, I and, you. and I respect Go ahead. I have a
4: question. I want to know why is it that when you are in a relationship that it's not the – Correct thing to do as far as go to pride. It's not alright to go to pride because you're in a relationship now, or it's not okay to go to pride if your spouse is not
0: going. Oh no, I didn't. I never said that it wasn't okay. No, No, I I think he was just asking the question, right? Oh yeah, yeah. For me, uh, for me, I did not go to pride during uh, the end of my relationship because we were struggling. We were having some, you know, we were having personal issues. We were having financial issues. uh, You know, we were just at a place in our lives where. Um, that wouldn't have been the best thing for us in any way. Not our pockets, not our relationship, you know, not anything. So we but were you
4: guys go. was you guys going together?
0: Yeah, when we did. sometimes we went together, sometimes we went separately. Yeah, we don't we didn't have didn't, you, you know me, I don't have anger for shit like that. My if my dude tell me he wanna go hang to party, hang out with his friends, no, I mean we got phones, we got face If I ever had a question on what you are doing, bitch answer your, your FaceTime your face and show me where you at. I
1: think it's i think it's honest I honestly think it's okay. That if you guys yeah I separately, did, I mean, you want to go to D.C., you want to go to Miami, hey, have fun. And I know I know a couple that did that. Like, my friend came to D.C. and hung out with me, and his boyfriend went down to Miami, hung out with his friends, and it was cool.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh,
4: yeah, well, in my past relationship, I think for, like, the first five years, we had to go to Pride together. If not, it was just, like, a total deal breaker. If I came back home, it would be an argument not talking for a week or two or something like that. So need to say, after that fifth year, it was cool to travel and go to Prize, not as a couple. But I don't for me, I never went to for sex or anything like that. Even when I go out of town with my friends, like we don't have people come to the room. Me personally, I've never even been to a sex party, so I want to go to one. And you know, to, and, look, and I also want to also go to a bathroom. I never been to a bathroom outside Oh, oh my okay.
0: God. Well, go ahead
1: and yeah. get your experience on, baby. <laughs> get it
0: on while you're young. Okay. Expense, all of that. It's nothing wrong well, with experiencing that. I'm just too scared to go to a sex party. Also, are you, you, that, are you scared that you're going to run into somebody you know?
1: That too. Uh.
0: But I just don't, you know, it's just it's, from what I've seen, because, you know, they sometimes they post promotional videos on my business. <laughs> so, from what I've seen, you know, <laughs> it's fine. It just looks like sex going on everywhere. That's just too much for me. That's just too, too much. Like, I'm not, I'm, first of all, I'm not that spontaneous. Mm. And I just can't do it.
4: I, 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 I'm a person. I, I, I like to look. I don't have to really engage in yeah, do anything. Yeah, I am cool with that. Right.
0: Oh, see. See for me I grew up a little bit differently. Like I you know, before I was gay I was straight. Tell you, I was the the boy in high school that me and my homeboys used to go over to the fat girl in the neighborhood the house, I'm gonna train on her. You know, I was, I was that kind of boy. You know what, mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I mm-hmm. was just a nasty. I was the little boy that your mama used to say the little piss you know, if there was the little pissy boys, I was that was probably me. You know what, right. what I'm saying? Uh-huh. So when I became gay, I became the same thing. So that that makes me a male hoe whatever I'm fine with all that, whatever people wanna call me, so I'm comfortable with who I am. But when I became gay and I got older, I experienced everything. And I experienced it all when I was young. And when I got older, it made me way better in my relationships because I was able to be more honest about who I was, where I've been, what I've done, what I'm cool with, and what does and does not work for me. And my relationships have been so much better now that I'm experiencing of age versus when I was younger trying to play relationships. It just didn't work because there's too many things I was curious about. I was in a relationship with this one dude, but then I got friends that's going to the bathhouse. So now I'm curious as hell. So I'm lying to the nigga like, "Oh, baby, I'm going um, uh, to the gym." And, the and right you, in, and you, know and you had the whole bathhouse. And you had the whole bathhouse. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Niggas lie, and it wasn't yeah. not until you experienced the shit that you can really be like. You know what, baby? Let's go to the bathhouse together and let's see what these bitches in there are doing. Mm. You know Set what I'm saying? Like, come out there, my okay. brother. What? what is the the bathhouse? Is that at the gym, like, after you're done working out? No. I mean, Well, they have those, too. They have those, too. But <laughs> you're in Houston, right? Yeah. Okay, so there's one, actually, right there in Houston on Main Street. It's a gym and a bathhouse. You should go to it. Downtown. After, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> and it's by the bus station where the train hang out, so whenever they be, like, money and stuff, they be going in there.
2: So, yeah. Oh, my God. Okay, but yeah. well, we're
0: gonna move on. <laughs> well,
1: wow. this is not this is not real Ron uncut. No, 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 I'm just kidding. But no, um, but that's good. Dee, did you have anything you wanted to add? You were a little quiet over there.
6: No, it's okay. Um, yeah, no, it's fine. Okay,
1: <laughs> he's like, no, I'm, I, I'm not talking about no, none of that. Okay. Um, yeah, I never so,
6: experienced none of that, so I'm good. Well, yeah.
1: Well, I, I, I know for me, I experienced it when I was like. Twenty three, twenty four, and I went because my friends wanted to go. One who actually lives in Baltimore now, probably listens to the show. Um, wanted to go, and I was like, this is "Hey, the old, ho! Shout, okay, shout this out is to this friend. <laughs> this is the old mm-hmm. tracks when, old, when tracks used to be on Lucky Street in, in Atlanta, over by where the aquarium mm. is. And mm. um, <laughs> and so afterwards, we were say like, "What does what, what, what that do?" And this and the other. And, I was a little drunk but I was driving. I wasn't drunk, I was tipsy. And I was driving with my friends, like, let's go to this so me, him and uh our other friend, we went and I was so nervous and then we went in there and I just didn't like the experience of going in and putting all your clothes in a trash bag and they, you know, put a number on it, you go downstairs and the people got a little free liquor or whatever and then just people are just having and then you know, I did run into somebody but he wasn't nobody that I really knew. He was just he was a coworker but you know, it was it was it was alright for what it was. You know, I did go to another maybe two more after that. Um, but you know, hey, it is what I think you should you know if you want to experience it. But I I couldn't experience that sober. I just could not do it sober. Um,
0: you know what, Michael? You brought up <laughs> Michael. just brought up something that brought up a thought in my mind. What? I remember Miss Sophia said this a long time ago at the old tracks in Atlanta, uh-huh. and she said there's a big difference in having, playing, and fucking. And she said, a lot of people don't know the difference. Fucking is hardcore. When you sticking your dick in somebody's ass raw or with a common, y'all fucking bust, nigga, that's fucking. Mm-hmm. She said, playing is when you meet a boy, you touch on booty, you grab a little dick, grab a little nuts. That's playing. Mm-hmm. Having is when you take playing to the next step. You start sucking a little dick,
2: but backing <laughs> off a little hard. You know, that's having. You
0: know what uh, I'm saying? And uh-huh. she said, a lot of people don't understand the difference. She said, it ain't nothing wrong with these young kids out here playing and having. Ain't nothing wrong with that. That's what these clubs are designed for. Let these bitches go in the bathroom and play and have. Now the hey, nasty like, bitches that want to come up here.
4: Wait, be be yeah, so that's
0: okay to do.
2: Yeah. No,
0: look, no, it, what I'm, i i think what she was trying to say is, don't be judging. Right, exactly. Nobody okay. for that. Yeah. Don't be judging nobody for that because you know don't nobody judge um, you know the straight boys for going in the, in the strip clubs doing that with the fish when, when the fish be putting the whole all. pussy in the boy's face. Ain't nobody judging. All. So why judge the gay boys because they want to come in the club and twerk and let, you know, a man stick their thing in their booty or something? Let the kids play. Let the kids play. Look,
2: look, in the
1: stall, in the stall
0: in Houston, because I used to always hear that about Houston, that the
1: kids just was like. like, Legendary Red Stars. Oh, yeah. I heard that. I'm, hey, that's your city. I mean, I know that's your city, but that, that's what they do. I mean, that's even a My District video of a boy sucking up another boy's penis in in Houston at one of those clubs. So, hey, I know what happens there. But anyway, well, so let see that video. So I might, you might yeah. see
0: my cues in that video. Oh, you're a mess. So let's, let's, talk, about, <laughs> let's talk about social media. Uh, what do you like
1: most about social media? What do you like most about social media, and what is the thing that you hate about social media? Kaiden,
4: I'm going to pinpoint you first. What do you like most about social media? Keep you updated on what's going on um, in different cities that you like to visit. Um, Just as far as parties, um, pictures, you know, people that you have met before.
2: Mm -hmm.
4: Keep you updated on celebrities. Um, That's pretty much what I like about it. Um, What I dislike... (coughs)
2: Um,
4: just how people just constantly, like, bash people or end up, like, posting negative things about people that, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, it could be very hurtful to a person. just like, you know, you get it taken out of one group, somebody posted in another group, or somebody posted it to the next page. It's just ongoing where everyone don't just take the minute to really consider that person's feelings. like wow. oh, they made a mistake. It's depending on whatever it may be, and they just really go on with it. And it's just like, you know, next week can be your week, so why even do, do something? It can be a relative family member, Anything,
1: right. Okay, okay. I, I I definitely like the the hate part though in regard, well dislike part in regards to the negativity and and not um people forgetting about someone's feelings or whatever because a lot of times you can't take that you know take it you can't really take it back especially if everybody's now in the know and, and about this person's business that could have been um very much private or handled between those two parties or individuals. So thank you so much, Kaitlyn. What, what do you um, what do you like most about social media, Jamar? And what do you hate or dislike about social media?
0: Um, what I like about social media, I think social media is a huge platform to do any thing. Um, I love the fact that my followers and my Facebook friends they like ride for me.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and the social media, <coughs> excuse me, it allows you to be whoever you want to be. And that's some of the things I I do I love about social media. Um, what I some of this I don't some of the things I don't like is I don't like the negativity. Um, and it's that's pretty much it, really. Because I only use I only use like social media for entertainment purposes, like to make people laugh
2: right. and
0: to be filled. Like that's what I use social media for. Um, I don't I don't share any scriptures or anything like that. Like I don't use social media for that. Although you know that's nice or whatever. I don't do that. Mm-hmm. So,
2: yeah.
0: Well, I
1: don't, well, I don't quote, quote scriptures, but I do post my encouraging words each and every day um between the no, hours yeah. of nine
0: AM and eleven. <laughs> well, <laughs> I but no, I mean, every day. Yes.
1: You and and and, and I'm gonna get these response and trades in, in a, a second. But you know, I, I believe that somebody has to do it. Um because while it is for entertainment purposes a lot of the times what I love about and the only reason why I do it each and every day is because people continue to hit me up, people continue to text me or post up under the um thing and say that it has helped them. And my thing is I don't care if if I get um, one like on it, to be quite honest with you, I've already put it out there in the atmosphere, so or the universe, so somebody's gonna see it and somebody's gonna be touched by it. If I can at least touch somebody and and, and you know they get something from it, that that that's what I feel my purpose is, or one of my purposes on this earth is to do it, to continue to uplift and up, uh, continue to uplift, inspire and encourage other people. Because even though I'm doing that for others, I'm also doing it for myself. So that's what, um, i say that's what I like about it. B, um, what about you? Because I know that you kind of, you network a lot with, with what you do um, as a profession. So what do you like about it yeah. and what do you just like about um,
6: it? I definitely love social. The thing that I love about social media is that, like, it just gives um, people the opportunity to know who you are and what you do without mm-hmm. you, you know, knowing them personally or whatever the case may be. Um I told myself, like, whenever I become, like, famous, like, I'm going to, like, give Instagram a huge shout-out and should probably cut them a check, my damn self, because without Instagram, like, I wouldn't be where I am professionally. Um, So I definitely love that, you know, you're able to, business owners are able to definitely brand themselves or grow as business owners through social media. Okay. Um one thing I don't like about social media
2: mm-hmm. is
6: the fact that people can be whoever they want to be. To me that's mm-hmm. kinda like not okay because mm-hmm. um you have the you know, you have people who ain't who they post to be <laughs> in so many words. So it is like it's just kinda scary like just, you know, seeing people on social media and then possibly actually meeting them and it's not exactly, you know, Adding up, or whatever the case may be, mm-hmm. and also the way people use social media to bash people or bully people, or um, just like just negativity in general, malicious acts in general. But other than that, I, I like social media for the most part.
1: Or they create these, um, like you said, bash food, they create these as they call them, burn pages. And yeah, you know, I'm, you know, I'm oh very God. good at. at, at Streamlining who I who I now add when I cause, you know it's like every time I delete one or two people I get a influx so I know I have like a thousand people waiting for a request you know waiting to be my friend but sometimes I get it on my Facebook you know if you log into Facebook you only see like a few but if you log onto your actual computer you'll see a whole bunch of people wanting to be your friend and but th- that's what I hate you know seeing those burn pages and people trying to become your friend just so they can so you can be in the know or whatever or they can tell your business or, or somebody else's business. So right. that that's um that's something that I definitely hate in regard you know in regards to social media. And I will say this before I let Trace speak, is that I always tell my best my two best friends, like when we talk about social media and stuff like that, I'm like, I just want Facebook to crash for a whole week. I know that my
2: children, no. you know
1: I, I I hold on. I, I know that um, my, you know, I I, I uh, promote through through that show and I stay connected through that show. I mean, through that through that Facebook page or whatever the case may be. But I think a lot of times people have lost, you know, just just having that one-on-one connection with people and picking up the phone and talking yes. to them and and all of that. Like I want, even if it crashes for twenty-four hours, it's going to force you to do something different. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. So the people out there in China, if you listen, go ahead and do it. I'm just saying, no, but like seriously, like I I, I wanted to to crash. I, I I would want to see how the people are because I remember growing up and even my first couple of years, you know, in um in college, like I I remember college club, you know, you had a Black Planet, of course at the time, you had Go.com. you had a couple of those things, but it was yeah, you had you had some, but it wasn't so big, you know. So we were still forced to interact with one another, you know. So that's kind of, you know, I just want people to kind of get back to the bases as close as possible. But at, at the same time, we are still growing and ever growing and ever evolving. So I don't think that's going to happen. But uh, it will be interesting to see, you know, what would happen in the event that Facebook and all that social media just crashed for a day. So Trey, what um, what do you like most about social media, and what do you don't what do you dislike?
0: Um, things that I like most, uh, one would be the outreach power that you have with Facebook, mm-hmm. uh, uh, the networking abilities, um, and the abilities you have to stay in touch with, you know, people that you like and, you know, care and choose to follow. Um, so those are the things I like. The things I dislike, I would say, one, is the bullying. Um, you know, the, I hate that shit. Um, two, I would say um, the whole be who, when, I think Jamar said that, be who you want to be. Yeah. Like, that, that's what I hate the most Because, you know, motherfuckers take that to a whole new extreme You know, mm-hmm. they catfish You know, they lie for likes You know, they they yeah. do all of that So I, I hate that And um, I think that also Facebook has killed the dating experience Not Facebook, I mean, just social media in general uh-huh. That really killed the dating experience I think people don't date no more And I think niggas ain't got game no more You know, mm-hmm. now you put a nigga in the club And tell him to howl at the finest in the club He wouldn't know what to say He's going to go home and find him on Facebook or Jack And say suck.
2: You know i hate that.
0: So, so I feel like you know, if, if it wasn't for social media, I actually think these these niggas in this generation would actually have to learn how to talk to a nigga and how to. Uh, I'm sorry, I know you. Yeah, those like neat uh-huh. yeah, Uh huh.
6: Yeah.
0: You know, a ninja. You know uh-huh. what I'm saying? You're right. So it just it has it has really killed the dating experience. And um, and lastly, for me, you know, like I said, I'm very old school. You know, I, I live for the Janets, the Diana Rosses, and things like that. So to yeah. me, a star is supposed to be a star. You should not be easily accessible. And if you are easily accessible, it should be a message behind it. You know what I'm saying? I think nowadays, you know, everybody with a webcam, you know, can can start a blog, you know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying, or have a show, Um, Mm -hmm. and, and, you know, and they get all these likes and followers, and that shit just go to their head, and they think it's a real stuff. Right. You know, they tipping through the club like like they are some serious, you know. Jay yes, yes, yes. You know what yes, I'm saying? Yes, and, I like, I just really hate that social media has gone to these people's heads because I, I think that uh, – I made a post one time before that, you know, I, likes are fine, but validated likes are much better. So if you really don't do shit and you're just famous for not doing shit because you sit at home on the computer all day begging for, you know, followers, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. I, I just, there
1: has to be it, – it comes down to there has to be a purpose for what you do. If you want to be a blogger, then you can definitely be a blogger, but have a purpose behind it. If you want to, you know, have your own show or, you know, even with my show, there has to be, there has to be a purpose behind my show before I even step and say, okay, I'm accepting the challenge, I'm going to do it, you know. And so when you see all these people and they have – because what ends up happening is that they get all these followers and some of these followers treat them like they are – Beyonce or God or something, you know, and follow their every movement. And what they say is not always going to be the gospel. It's not going to be always the truth. So, you know, you kind of kind of watch who you follow and who you praise and stuff like that. And like you said, people can be who they want to be, you know, on Facebook or even on blogs, but when you're in the cross, you're on home with them, there's somebody totally different. So you got to watch out about that. So I, so I like that. Um, I was watching one of my favorite shows. I'm not going to say what show it is because I'm not, I'm not giving them no. They're not giving me no money, so I ain't going to you know get them that but um i'm still watching one of my favorite shows and they they said something It was, it's like 40 i have an audio it's like 40 seconds and it's going to lead into what i want to talk about in regards to social media and relationships or dating or whatever so i'm going to play it really quickly hopefully you guys can hear it, and then we'll jump right back into it got a date with allison
5: i finally know what i can about it that's the point of the date you've
0: been out of the game too long are you calling me old i calling you married and
3: old. Oh Married or young, don't
5: stalk your way into this girl's heart. I'm
3: scouting, not stalking. I ain't digging oh, up the girl's geotags, just browsing her social media, picking up the breadcrumbs
1: she purposely left on her life's trail. I'm getting to know her before I get to know do her. Do that in person through
5: converse. It's all about discovery, baby. Discovery in person, that shit fires the neurons. Man, it's probably shit on that she's outgrown and wants to forget. That's why I'm doing this, to excavate her shit. Like Ronald Reagan
1: said, trust but verify. Did you just quote Ronald fucking Reagan? I got a new app about history, man.
3: I'm trying to become more educated during my longer shit. Just go, be you, be young, black, famous, money out the anus.
1: So basically, he was meeting this girl, and, um, well, he already knew the girl, met her, liked her, digged her, but now he's about to go on a first date with her. And before he goes on the date, he's on her social media, digging up stuff, looking at stuff, reading stuff, trying to know a little bit more about her before he goes on this date. So my question to you guys is, like, if you meet somebody in the club, or wherever you meet may meet them at, uh, social app and you know, some people like to put their Instagram on that or, you know, whatever and you exchange that information. So, I mean, do you really just think it's okay, or you think or is that something that you have to do, go on that social media and kinda of just do your little investigation before you go any further with them? Is that like something is that like something that you have to do before you uh, go forward? I, I would I guess. I would say for me, to an extent, because it's also giving you heads up on who the
4: person really is. Yes. Okay.
2: So, so, so
1: trust, so you're gonna verify. Okay. Um, Kaiden, what about you? You gonna go? You gonna browse their social media? That's
4: that was. I, that's what I just said.
1: Oh, that was Kaiden. I thought that was D. I'm sorry. <laughs> you yeah, I I know. I know. I know. And I talk to Kaiden all the time. So, I for me not to even. <laughs> Don't no, them That's
6: the issue. So
1: okay. So um, D, what do you say?
6: <laughs> um, I definitely do it all the time. Just okay. because you like, I go through, you know, who you following, who following you,
2: mm-hmm. what pictures
6: you're tagged in, mm-hmm. nigga. I'm, I'm I'm checking everything. Um, just because that's just, um, it's important to me.
1: Why is it important?
6: um because on social media you either find out who a person really is or who they try to be
1: okay elaborate because i want to know how do you, how are you able to find out um who a person is through a picture
6: or I mean, it's like my, well i'm i'm referring to facebook snapchat instagram like everything um okay. i know a lot of people who like include myself like i'm not as personal on Instagram, but I'm really right. personal on Snapchat, right. um, on Facebook. <laughs> I'm not as personal, but I'm a little bit more inspirational, I guess you would say. Okay. So, you know, you just learn, like, different facets of people through, you know, what they post on social media.
0: Okay. All right. Um, Jamar? Absolutely. Um, I feel like um, so your social media, whatever it is, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Snapchat, Jack all that is a reflection of well, let's not call jack Is a reflection of who you are um I do it all the time um, I know if you go to my facebook if you whatever you see that's exactly who i am that's that's that is me, so yeah, I do it all the time okay and Trey, what is your what is your um outlook on it um well i I do go through people's Facebook and Instagram and you know. If I know they have a jack, I'm gonna look at that too, and I'm probably gonna, uh, you know, lock my pictures up and ask them a few questions to see if they <laughs> see what they kind of response be, see if they bite But yeah, so, you know, uh-huh. I so I do it. Um, you know, I don't necessarily think that you should base whether or not you date that person based off of what you find, because sometimes, um, as somebody mentioned, you know, people are one way on social media and then another total another yeah. way in person. Um, I talk more on on my social media page, my Trey Milan page. I speak more about, um, you know, relationships, dating, and, you know, hot topics and things like that. Um, You know, and a lot of people don't know half of what I do in the business world because I don't really talk about it. And it's not until people get to know me and spend some time with me that they actually see that 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 side exists. So I wouldn't, you know, so just for me, because I wouldn't want to be judged basically off my social media page, I would not want, I try not to do it to other people. But I can't lie, when I do go to somebody's page, and i see you know you know dick print pictures everywhere i kind of already had an idea what they're about you don't say and i appreciate yeah. it, but hey Sorry.
1: someone said this um they they inboxed me on facebook and they said if jack isn't a reflection of you then who are you portraying to get a to to get sex or a date or a date everything should be a reflection of you or a piece of you and i agree
4: with that cause i don't have a jack and i believe that I if know. you're we'll go ahead
1: no,
4: no, go ahead who's talking. Yeah. But that I believe honestly if you are Jack, that's strictly sex. That's what the person looking for. People just say they're looking to hang out, um, a Netflix and chill, all that, and a lot of times they know what to get down to. And that's basically sex. So I mean if you're looking for something serious, then you won't be on that type of app if you really want Correct. a relationship. So
3: what did right. I get on? Mm-hmm. So what did I get on? Chris Domingo? <laughs> You could get on there,
0: but I am also so sick of hearing Netflix and chill. Like I I'm am so I am. old am.
3: to
6: me. <laughs> Like
0: <laughs> after a certain age, you should yeah. not be Netflix, Netflix and chilling.
6: Right. It shouldn't have to. It shouldn't have to take Netflix in order for you to get no ass anyway. So, yes. Why do you, you want chill? To cool? Let's just chill, nigga. We ain't watching Netflix.
4: Well, that's the yeah. same thing that they should say to, to those who talking about they like to smoke weed before they have sex. Why you got to buy a bag of, a bag of weed? Uh,
6: I mean... <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even yeah. more Yeah, no, look, no, no, I knew yeah, it. Before Netflix yeah. yeah, and chill,
1: it used to be... um, Let's smoke.
4: Let's
2: smoke.
1: Let's smoke, yeah, that's it. That's it, let's smoke. Uh, baby, y'all have a board time Net, Netflix bottle. and
0: chill. Netflix okay. and chill is just a I think that I think that it just really covers everything. I mean, you could say Netflix and chill. You could say Hulu and chill. You could say Amazon and chill. You could say, smoke you could say and chill. Smoke and chill. <laughs> you could say watch. You could say watch TV and chill.
2: You know right. what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Right? Because the end of the night,
0: you got fucking so yeah, baby love. You know what I'm but it, yeah, it's just a term that people know what the, what, it, what it what the underline of of it means. So, but see, I'm, but I'm, I, I disagree with whoever said that uh, Jack equates to sex. I disagree. I actually know people that are yeah, like yeah. no, no, in, in a, relationship. So there and I disagree. I it's about what you use it for. Exactly. I'm, I'm
6: I mean, yeah, I mean, you probably can
0: create.
4: find love on Jack. I mean, I have, too,
6: but before there was love, <laughs> we had I mean, well, I, like, I don't, I don't have a Jack, but, like, mm-hmm. I
2: just mm-hmm. know Jack for like, different have
6: reasons. No. And, I mean, you got people selling weed on Jack. You got people selling just shit, and everything on Jack. So I think it's like the new Instagram. So the um, –
1: <laughs> Someone posted this on social media, and they said, "This is, you know, not no one that just hit me up. But this is something that I found that um, in re, in relation to uh, what we were talking about as far as like social media investigating and what you what what you think I am on Facebook and this and other." They said, "So you hesitate on me because of who you perceive me to be, without taking time out to build to build your own perception." Single social media life is not a representation of my intimacy. Just get to know me. So, you know, I thought that was actually so profound and true. Because, you know, and I, I agree. You know, but if you are, but I will say this if you're one that just continues to post half new shots of yourself and all of your posts are sexual in nature, then guess what? I perceived you for exactly who you are someone who may not have any substance to them <laughs> and just leans on their physical features to get get them through the day. I had someone, I'm not going to mention his name, but I had someone on my show March of last year who was very intelligent, who you just would have never known that he was just this romantic type and wants to be in a relationship and all this stuff. But everything on Facebook was sex, 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 and, oh, I'm hard. Oh, I'm ready. All my pictures are just of me basically naked. But you would never know that. So it's like you may want to switch that up. You know, because you can't get mad if somebody's in your inbox because that's what they perceive you as, a sexual deed. Right. Somebody that just wants to go and have sex. And just, So you can't get mad. So all you can do is block them, say, no, I'm good, but don't create a fuck about it because you've already presented that on social media. So what do you expect?
0: Well, well, two things. So, But maybe, yeah, I, mean, I don't know what site you're speaking of, but maybe that's what you want to be perceived on under- that Maybe that's how you want to be perceived on that particular site because, like I said, it depends on where you're. Like somebody said that on Jack should be a reflection of you. No, my jack is not going to be a reflection of me. Y'all going to get an app shot, um, my private pictures, and all the information on the side is going to be blank. You know what I'm saying? And I'm going to hit you up when I feel like it or you hit me up and I'll tell you, you know, because that, that's what you get on there for if that's what you choose to do. Facebook, I choose to show another side of me. Link, so so so, so we know so no we
1: so we so, know when you log on on Jack and you got the picture of your ass and you got nothing on the side talking about we like, know. Abs. I said oh, abs. Abs. Oh,
2: okay. abs. Okay. So yeah. you got we <laughs>
1: already know we already know that you're Bored? sexual or something, that, or that you're looking
0: for a sex or could be possibly.
2: Yeah, like I say, it depends
0: on what what it depends on whatever. When you log in, you have a choice to choose what you want to put out there. And, I mean, now, again, on that person, don't get mad. If people are hitting, if you're showing ass pictures and dick pictures and somebody hits you up, like, what's up, shorty? That's fucked. You can't get mad. Like, yes. You can't get mad at that. You as
1: know what I'm
0: saying? Uh, you know, that's like, I was. you know, when I was, in, I, was, you know, I was in L.A. this weekend, and a little queen was walking through the club, and she had cake out. She had some little dukes on. She was walking around with a little crop top. So she walked by me, so I smiled, and she smiled back. So when he walked by again, I, like, tapped him on the ass. And he turned around like, don't disrespect me. I was like, bitch, first of all, you disrespect yourself. You coming up in here with these dukes on with half your pussy hanging out, you want to get mad because a man admiring it and touching it? Come on now, let's be for real. Again, some people don't think straight. So, for again, so the guy you talking about, maybe he putting that out there and he's not realizing that that's what he's putting out there and getting mad at people responding a certain way. So maybe you should just tell him. But to all the people listening, please stop projecting yourself a certain way and get mad when people respond to it the way you putting it out there. Yeah, I agree. What
1: what type of photos are inappropriate for any social media platform when you're engaged in a relationship? Shall oh, I'm, I'm not...
0: not. You
1: say you're not answering, Jamar?
0: No,
6: I'm not.
1: Why not? You said
6: what? I said, I said what not type not, of I'm... photos are inappropriate for any social media platform when you're engaged in a relationship? Can I answer that first? Go ahead. Um, I feel like when you are in a relationship or dating exclusively, I feel like it's the same thing, but whatever. Um, when you're in a situation with a person, any if you're not a professional model or a or a professional trainer, you should not be posting body pictures on social media. There shouldn't shouldn't be no eggplant pictures, no pictures of you showing off that you just got your new tasty treasures in the mail, like none of that. Mm. Like, nothing that
2: – because it's
6: really not – a lot of times when people post, it, they don't – they they solely think of their purpose or their reason for posting it, but they don't really think about the possible reactions. So if I just got some new underwear and I just want to show my underwear, it's going to be niggas in my DM or niggas in my – I mean, me in my DMs or mm-hmm. inbox basically trying to hit on me or hook up for sex because – that's how they perceived my post. Like I want some dick. Yeah, I I had a um.
2: If,
4: if, you, if you still get the same response if you just post a picture of your your chest or in a tank top, what's the difference? You said what? I'm sorry. If you're posting a picture with just showing your chest or you having on a tank top and they
6: you still get the same inboxes or DMs, what's the difference? I mean, the difference is it's just. I mean, I guess it's just really the purpose. And that, me personally, I just don't tolerate none of it. Like, I am don't post no chest pictures, none of it, because it's just, it's not okay. So if you, you
4: like your selfie, mind, don't show it to
6: nobody. <laughs> right. So if you post a selfie <laughs> and dudes in your inbox, like, oh, um, what's your mouth do, or whatever the case may be, like, that's just, I mean, shit, it happens, but. It, if you're posting these explicit pictures or halfway explicit pictures and you're getting these responses, it's kind of like, okay, well, I need to change something up because, yeah, this is what I'm attracting.
1: Yeah, I, I get it, Dee, because I think it, it comes down to a part, a point of you respecting the person that you're with. Because I've yes. personally been in the situation where I was talking to someone and, you know, we were both kind of like, oh, we may, you know, want to try going to the point of being in a relationship, but what I couldn't get past is that all they dang on pictures was basically chess, uh, in the swimsuit, in this, and, you know, there were some modeling pictures, but they're not technically a model. They're not really getting paid, and they're constantly posting those type of pictures. So my thing was, like, while I may trust you and you say all this kind of stuff, I don't have time to compete with all of Facebook. But what about at some point if the agent was going to reach out to them? Go to Model Mayhem, not oh, Lord. You. Okay, please, thank you. And <laughs> <laughs> don't start. Uh so Jamar you said you said you're not gonna answer, right? Mm-hmm.
2: So you've
1: been an
0: unwilling <laughs> participant? I mean, okay. I feel like I could post whatever I want to post. It's my Facebook, it's my Instagram, it's my Twitter. I could post whatever I wanna post. Okay. I get the same my, I, whatever response whatever picture I post, I get the whether it's a face picture of me smiling or a five-picture of my ass, and I call that art, by the way. I can
2: uh-huh. just say response. So, I
0: mean, I don't know. I can just say response okay.
1: either way. So you don't have no issues. Okay. And Trey?
0: Um, I actually, believe it or not, I agree with Jamar. Um, I don't think that there's anything – well, I'll take that back. I take that back. Let me let me say that differently. Let me say that differently. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I, I, let me say let me say that differently. Let me say that differently. Um, I believe that it's between the two people in a relationship to decide what's okay or not okay for their relationship. I think that sometimes, <laughs> as gay men, I think we like not, not even gay men, just society in general. We get so caught up on trying to decide on what's appropriate or not appropriate for, you know, people in relationships. At the end of the day, it's not our decision. If two people are okay with posting new pictures of each other or of themselves and the mm-hmm. other person's okay with it, then why do you have a problem with it? That's their business and it's for their decision. Right. You know what I'm saying? If the if the boyfriend don't like it, I'm pretty sure that the, the bitch will say something. You know what I'm saying? And if he continues to do it, then the bitch is going to bounce. So you know what I'm saying? Like let, let that be their business. I, I think society is just too caught up on trying to figure out on what's appropriate and what's not appropriate for other people's relationships as if we live in a traditional society, when in fact we live I mean, in a non-traditional society, and non-traditional relationships
6: are the new normal. If that works for them, that works for them. Because I do know couples who, like you know, that are okay with it. Me personally, I ain't rocking with the shit. So. Yeah, no. They can mix you yes, with that. But, that does, but it doesn't.
0: But that doesn't mean that it's not okay. It just means it doesn't. Yeah, it, it
6: doesn't mean that it's not okay. It's just something that's not okay within the relationship that I'm going to be in. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, so I get it. What, what would you? Uh, While wow, Dee, since you're still talking, would oh you were the last
1: one talking? Would you be bothered? Which I kind of think I already know what the question, the answer may be. But would you be bothered if your new boyfriend doesn't change their relationship status on Facebook? No. You wouldn't be mad. Uh, relationship
0: status doesn't define your relationship.
1: I didn't ask you, Jamar. I wasn't on you yet. Oh, oh, I'm I was sorry. Talking to you, <laughs> I said D.
2: You <laughs> have to yell at me. Well, <laughs> I have to yell. I'm sorry, y'all. That's my child,
1: so you know something. <laughs> well, I just. Uh, hold on. Let's let D talk. Okay, so D, you said
6: no, you're fine.
3: Yeah, <laughs> no, because
6: this, um, I'm okay with it just because I don't. <laughs> I don't know. The whole, like, changing of the relationship status. To me on Facebook really doesn't mean anything mm-hmm. because with me like I've been single since April and I mm-hmm. still haven't changed my relationship status because once you change your relationship status it just mm. draws too much one thing in my opinion so okay. I just
2: okay.
6: it's going if I'm single until mother into 2020 it's still going to say in a relationship more on Facebook all right okay all right
1: okay so Jamar go ahead now and, and explain. <laughs>
0: No, I mean that uh, a relationship status on mm-hmm. social media does not your relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I wouldn't care. I, I I don't see the big deal in changing it anyway. I mean,
1: I don't see the big deal in it. Kaiden, would you delete your social media for the sake of your relationship, and why or why not?
2: No, I won't.
1: I can't hear you.
4: Can you hear me now?
1: Yeah, we can hear you.
0: Mm-hmm.
4: No, I won't. Um, I don't think that it will, it plays a major factor in my relationship. Okay. okay. Um, sorry. I'm to so I just, I just there's something that's needed.
1: You said what? I can't
6: hear you. The last one.
4: Oh, I'm sorry. This cold. Oh, I know it's it, it was... attacking you. <laughs> I don't feel that it's really needed. I mean, that's just everything that takes place is drawn to Facebook. I believe if you're, if your spouse get into an altercation or an argument and you run to go post a status and to involve everyone in your business, then if that's the case, then I would say that it's probably needed for someone to delete their, their, um, Facebook because that's what you run to to express yourself. But if you don't, then no, it's not. It should become a problem.
1: I think that. Um I think that, you know, when when you're about to engage in a relationship, you know, when you had that expectation conversation, going back to that, I think that that's just something that, you know, I think D may have started on that. when we were talking about it earlier. It's just those are conversations that you just have to have with with your – with your friend, lover, whatever you want to call them, um, so therefore you don't run into anything, you know, if you want to have, like I said, social media etiquette, I think that's what um, D said, you know, just have that yeah. conversation so you don't later down, you know, along the lines, you start running into the issues or whatever. Um, But I yeah. also don't like Facebook lurkers either. Um, and, and I'm saying, like, somebody that you're dating, they're always constantly, like, they'll like something like, oh, I, like, I see you, I see what you're saying, like, baby, I know, I know what you're trying to do, like, that doesn't – that's not going to to do anything, you know, and I, and I don't like that. I don't think – and that's why sometimes I think that boyfriends shouldn't even necessarily be Facebook friends. Like, why? Mm. Especially yeah, well, if, see, you, you, me, I, if you didn't meet on there. Like, why why you got to be Facebook friends?
4: Well, yeah, that's that's true, but it's also whereas – I was asked before, do you want the relationship to be private, <clears throat> or it's okay for social media. For me, I have a double standard. I believe that your relationship should be private, so therefore when you guys get into it or whatever, you don't go post a status and try to express yourself to get other people's opinion to see, you know, who side you may take or you just try to go out there scenarios or so. But at the same time as well, you want it to be known that you are with this person, so therefore, you know what I'm saying, it won't be a second relationship
6: or something else going on that you never knew about. Oh. Um, right. I- I think the relationship doesn't necessarily have to be private, Mm -hmm. but I think a lot of times, especially, like, in this community, like, people do not believe in discretion anymore. Like, everything is so public and so open, and they explain every step of their life and every argument. Yeah. Like, everything is so, like, just open. It's like social, yeah,
4: so, I, social media should be okay. I think should be in doses. I mean, every day, you know, you all kissing and at the movies and, you know, posting rings and all of
2: that.
4: Yeah, that's that's too much. I mean, if it's something every blue more, I get it. But another thing I don't like is where you know that you post a picture with whomever you're dating at that time, and then a thousand people you probably was friends with, they all send this person a friend request. Like, oh, they call yeah. you and say, I'm
2: going to a friend
4: request. Now, that's something that's very irritating to me cuz it's like, that you don't know him?
1: Why now you want to be a friend?
6: Right. Cuz I want to be nosy.
1: Oh yeah, <laughs> really? I mean, that 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 has happened. I can't I can't even I can't even go any further and tell you cuz it's it's you know what has happened <laughs> what has happened with me before with just you know, I can't even. I can't even. I just. I just can't even. Kinda <laughs> know. I can't even go any further because it make me mad. <laughs> that damn social media. And that. I've I just promised myself that the next time, the next person that I engage in relationship with, uh, you probably won't even know about it. You will only know about it in the event you see us at any event together, hugged up, or it's just evident that that's my that's my lover or my boyfriend. I'm not putting them back on social media ever again. I, I I I've been really burnt from that, so so I'll never do that again. Um, let me ask you guys before we go. Um, let me ask you guys about. Did I you about okay, uh, just skip Trey. You said skip Trey. Oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh Trey, go ahead and talk. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh no, you knowledge.
4: need to spit that knowledge.
1: Okay, You said you need Trey to spit that knowledge. Go ahead. Let Trey spit the knowledge. Go ahead. Uh-oh, yeah, it's y'all right.
0: good. go ahead. Go to the next one because i might not, not have a lot of time, and there was a lot of things that people said that I disagreed,
1: and I want Okay, well, to, well, just, go ahead. You can. I, I'll let you go ahead and hit two. Go ahead.
0: No. <laughs> um. I mean, the whole thing about relationships being private, I just completely disagree with. So I guess I could just leave it at that. But I just personally believe that if you love a person, you want to be with that person, you should be loud and proud about it. So if you guys are saying that you mm-hmm. feel that it should be private for. You know, any other reason than that, I, I just disagree.
2: Well, I
6: um, think I think it. Well, I think it, it I, go ahead. No, well, I was gonna kind of disagree. Like, it's not necessarily like being private because right. I feel like if people don't know that you're in a relationship, they're going they're going to constantly disrespect it without knowing that they're disrespecting it. So, I definitely don't believe in a private relationship. Mm-hmm. But it's just like every. Everything that happens in your relationship does not deserve a Facebook status like, mm. Oh, this nigga just made me, this dude just made me mad because he came into my house at four o'clock in the morning. Like I'm not like but no who
0: man. are but who are you to dictate what's okay or not okay for another person to do with their life, their Facebook page well, and their relationship?
6: Well, well let me rephrase that. I am <laughs> At not the same time, with like, with you you you're that upset I'm but not you a okay
2: Facebook
0: to express with.
1: yourself.
2: Uh-huh. Because, because, uh-huh. because because that's I don't know if you have let me everybody can't talk one
1: time. So I'm going to
0: let Trey hit it, and then D and Kyle okay. and then go ahead. So just Okay, just to respond to that. Um, uh, what I love about social media in general, again, is that, like, we live in a generation of, of, of young gay black men that we ain't le- – they're not learning shit. They're not learning how to dance. They're not learning how to court. They're not learning mm-hmm. real-life scenarios. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, we we are the generation after a, a, a product called AIDS and HIV that killed all our leaders. So all the people that came before us that are, that are the wise people, they gone. All the people that, that, that taught me when I first came out, when I was 16 and 17, they gone. The Miss G's of Dallas, the, um, the, the San the, those people are gone. They're not here no more. So you didn't get, we don't have to learn. We have to learn by, by error. So the thing that I love about social media is, especially when it comes to relationships, it's actually teaching a lot of young people. Even though we see a lot of bullshit, the underlying is you're learning from it. You're learning from the bullshit, and you're learning to move forward and evolve from it. So that's why I love people putting their relationships out, because that shit is real. Niggas do come in the house at 4 o'clock in the morning disrespecting you, and bitches get on your page, and either girlfriend with you or disagree with you, hit them. That's all a learning experience, and those learning experiences are going to make us this generation wiser. Otherwise, this generation is going to hell.
1: Correct. And I had no. my learned and I had my learned experience, and so I've learned. I'm not even saying a jet nothing, nothing. Else. Like right. I mean, you may you may see a picture, oh, we held up. You may not see another one for another eight nine months because my thing is I wasn't the person that was constantly talking about my relationship. That's number one because I was already a private person. I'm a public persona, but I'm very private about my life and what goes on. You know what I'm saying? So right. for me to even put one or two statuses a week, you know what I'm saying? And did you still have people lurking behind and have alternate, uh, uh, ulterior motives or hidden agendas behind it yes. You don't never know who is trying to attack your relationship, even when you have not done a thing to them. You know what I'm saying? So for me, I've learned, baby, I'm okay because, you know what, Facebook, and I tell people all the time, Facebook does not validate even friendship with you. and the friend. I have a lot of friends that I'm not Facebook friends with them. And it's okay because we have a friendship. So you know, even though social media teaches us and helps us and all that great stuff because it's really good
4: right, that should that's, not validate that.
1: that's not that shouldn't validate your relationship with a person. No, absolutely
0: not. But what yeah. my I guess my point is is that if you're making a conscious decision to stay away from it as if something mm-hmm. is wrong with it, especially when you're and again, there's a difference in what we talk about at our kitchen tables and what we talk about in the public platform. This mm-hmm. is a public platform a lot of people are listening to and learning from. So in that instance, I just have to be the person that has to let them know that just because what we're saying on this thing is our opinions, it's not the gospel. Oh, no,
3: you know not, I mean? never that. So
0: so, yeah, so I just want to listening yeah. and the people that follow things like that just to understand that society does not dictate, and the, and the opinions of the people that you choose to follow does not dictate how things really are. You have to explore and figure out what works for you as an individual. And when you find a man, you sit down and you talk to his motherfucking ass, and you figure out what the works for the two of y'all. And if you're a person that says, I want to be with you, I don't want to be with nobody else, you want to be with me, I want to be with nobody else, I live for social media, I live for the likes, okay, well let's go out there and let's wreck these motherfuckers. Let's go out there and post our pictures and do us. Let's talk about our relationship. If that's what we want to do, let us do us. Don't think that it's not okay just because somebody's going to get in your man's inbox, so I'm not going to post pictures of my man or tag my man because I don't want bitches to be in his inbox. That's not a problem with that's a problem with your man Because if your man is your man Shouldn't nobody be able to take what's for you anyway
6: Correct But my my opinion I, I agree And Go ahead, I feel like I feel like this because I don't like it doesn't I'm not saying that it's not okay for anybody else Because certain relationships are Successful and they're very mm-hmm. public And they post everything about their relationship and that's solely on, that's, that's perfect for them. But I just don't like it because I've had bad experiences myself with it. So I'll never say, oh, well, yeah, having a super public relationship is okay when it didn't work for me. You know? So mm-hmm. I'm speaking from my
0: learning experiences.
6: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I hear you. I,
0: and I think, Mike, I think we said this on the show last week. I think we both said that, uh we agreed that um, just because your relationship in the past may have ended a certain way or did not go the way that you wanted to does not mean that it was not successful. That just yeah, means that your relationship yeah. ended. You yeah, know what correct. I mean? And it was Sometimes, a some people come. Yeah, some people just come into your life to teach you something, and that could be yeah. to teach you what you do like and teach you what yes. you do like. So and I see be that. Amen. Hey, I got yeah. to be the better, man or the, you know, the better man for the next man. So, hey,
1: oh, yeah.
0: Yeah, oh, I actually told my ex thank you. Um, and we can laugh and joke. I was like, baby, you remember you did this? You know, what? I realized at that moment I couldn't stand that shit. And my the next person in my day, I can't deal with that. You know what I'm saying? So thank man. you because I learned something from you. I appreciate it. Pre- I don't hate my ex. I appreciate my ex. And I can't be in his space all the time. But I appreciate him because we had a long-running course. We did good for what we was. We learned from each other. And we grew. And that's all I can ask for. You know what I'm saying? We yeah. just had to end. We both were going we, – we, we 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 grew so much that we grew into different directions. Yeah. Gotcha.
1: So um, thank you so much for that, Trey. Thank you guys for all of that on tonight. So uh, really quickly, um, uh, Trey, how can they follow you on Instagram
0: <laughs> or
1: Facebook?
0: Uh, Instagram, Trey Masai, T-R-E-M-A-A-S-A-I. Facebook, Trey Malama-Sai. Uh, I use Facebook more than anything. My Instagram is – it's about empty. So yeah, Facebook is what I prefer. So Trey Malama send me a message and okay. I will add you if you ask me to.
1: All right. And D, what
6: about you? Instagram and Facebook, real quick? Um, my Instagram is um, Carta underscore works. Um C A R T A underscore W O R K S. I'm usually more active on Instagram than anything, so yeah.
1: Okay. Kiden.
4: It's Chinaman underscore seven for Instagram and Facebook is K Y D O N Sanders.
1: Alright, follow him. And what about you, my sweet Jamar? <laughs> um,
0: you can follow me on Instagram, Team Jamar, and Facebook is Jamar Joseph.
1: Yes, and he has some funny, funny videos. So y'all definitely check those out. <laughs> so listen Thank really quickly. Time. Okay, listen really quickly for my closing. As I tell everybody, listen to the closing really quickly. I have some good words for you, and um, we're going to go ahead and conclude the show. For my guys, stay on the line for me. Well, that's actually it for tonight's episode, everyone. I want to thank the guys tonight for joining in and serving on tonight's Candid Conversation Panel Part 4. I'm actually going to be having Part 5 at the start of next year, 2016, so please be on the lookout for that. Thank you also to my listening and supportive audience. I truly appreciate you guys each and every episode. Trust me, I do. This actually will be the last episode for the month of October. I'm actually working on an episode in November titled Creators. And then I'm just going to sit down with some writers, some producers, and some actors of those various web series that we see on YouTube. Okay? I want to know, you know, why they created this show? Is it a lucrative business? What's truly the missing component as to why the web series are just remaining web series and they're not gaining national exposure? So, hey, I want to know all that. Okay? So, stay tuned to promotional material regarding that 50th episode. That's right. That'll be my 50th episode. Also, to everyone out there getting ready to compete for Mr., Miss, and Grand MBU Halloween Weekend in Atlanta, Georgia, good luck to all of you. Um, make sure to put your best foot forward and leave your heart on the stage because, trust me, it will show. And also to everyone else that will be traveling you know, near and far, safe travels to all of you who will be in attendance. Now, before we go, as you know, I like to end each episode with a quote of the week, and this is the one I shared on social media just a few days ago. Think about the way you advertise yourself before you complain about the type of people who inquire about you. Again, think about the way you advertise yourself before you complain about the type of people who inquire about you. That's true stuff. Until next time, everyone be blessed.